Buying or selling a home can be challenging, but it doesn't have to be. Heritage Realty makes buying and selling easy. With Heritage Realty, you get local market expertise, one-on-one service, and the support of a network of agents across the area. Heritage Realty cares about the details and goes above and beyond to deliver the service you need. Knowledge is power. Trust Heritage Realty to buy or sell your home. For the newest listings and detailed market reports, visit HeritageRealtyKnox.com. Heritage Realty, where today's technology meets traditional customer service. Studios of Cumulus Media Knoxville. This show belongs to you at 656 9900. 656 9900. The sports you need before sunrise is on the air. You're inside the starting lineup with Tyler Ivins and Will West on 99.1, the sports animal. Let's get to it, shall we? Hour number two of the starting lineup. It's on your radio at 99.1 FM. 990 AM Sports Radio, WNML at SportsRadio, WNML.com. Tyler Ivins, Will West, Tennessee, Mississippi State. we got a practice report coming up in the next couple of moments with Eric Kane. You know, when I put my foot in my mouth, Will West called checkmate on Monday. I never thought it was going to manifest to what it has turned into, uh, the outpouring of support. I mean, we just had BJ call up wanting to make a donation for my Real Men Wear Pink campaign in support of, of breast cancer awareness. And then now you're sitting here on a dark roof with a small lantern. People are making jokes I look like Bray Wyatt from World Wrestling Entertainment. And then I see a gentleman in a sharp blazer wave me over and little did I know, I thought the face looked familiar. It's Roger Cunningham from the bed store. Roger, I shake your hand. Good, Good morning, morning to Tom. you. Roger, What I see you have obviously a giant bed in the bed of your truck. Is this what I think you're doing right now? Because I had a hole in my air mattress two nights ago, and last night wasn't the most comfortable sleep. Well, we're thinking if you can do this, we can support you, get up underneath you. And I hope you're not here very long. Saturday at 4 o'clock, I plan on tearing down and going home. I certainly hope that happens, just in case. Yes. We want to get you supported. What ex- okay, so you say support. I, I'm, I'm kind of seeing the unboxing right now. Can you walk me through what you've brought me today? Because you guys have made the trek. You guys are up here on the roof. It's not easy setting this thing up. I mean, you guys are literally on the roof with me right now. What, after we heard about it, we contacted one of our vendors. This yeah. is Nectar, an international okay. company, and they wanted to support you as well. So it's a bed in the box. What? <laughs> and when it, when it comes out, it's going to be one of the most comfortable things that you've slept on. So it's going to be one of the good parts of your decision. Well, Rod, maybe I don't want to come down then on Saturday <laughs> if it's one of the most comfortable beds I've slept on. Take it with you. Um, I'll say this. Uh, the fact that you guys take a couple of minutes out. I mean, it's early in the morning, boys. It's just right after 7 a.m. to bring me this bed. It, it means the world to me. Uh, real quick, the bed store. I, I've seen uh, growing up here in East Tennessee, you guys have been a standard, and I'll tell you, I used to sleep on one of your beds when I was a Thank freshman, you. sophomore. Let's just say my high school years, the bed was as comfortable, and I think the reason why I could actually make all those starts in high school was because of your all's bed. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. We tried to tuck fit everybody, get right. it right, and uh, hopefully they'll say what you just said and uh just we believe uh, life is better if you get a good night's sleep so roger shake my hand again thank Thanks, you so Tyler. much i appreciate it I- i'm actually really anxious to see what this looks like when the bed comes out of the box eric kane you know what to do let's fire up the music a little after seven o'clock the reason why i'm up here is tennessee mississippi state eric kane now with the pools by heritage practice report you better have good news for me kaner i don't plan on being up here that long after kickoff saturday afternoon
Yeah, well, a lot of us are hoping, you know, we want Tennessee to win a football game, but, you know, if you had to stay out there a couple more weeks, I don't think anybody would lose sleep over it. But good news for you. I see what you did there, lose sleep. <laughs> yeah, good news for you. Bron Maurer played very well against Georgia. He officially was named the starting quarterback per Jeremy Pruitt yesterday in his press conference said, Ron Maurer is going to get the started quarterback. I think everyone knew that. And uh, trying to build upon his 258-yard performance against the Bulldogs will be Brian Maurer under center for Tennessee. Brandon Johnson, senior wide receiver who led the Vols in receiving all the way back in 2017. He's going to redshirt this season. If you remember, he scored a touchdown on that block punt against UTC uh, right. earlier this season. He's going to redshirt this year. Uh, Tennessee's losing a lot of upperclassmen receivers next year, getting to come back. And uh, Jeremy Pruitt said that's something he and the, his family talked about, and that's what they're going to do. He touched base on Warren Burrell's injury, saying that he's made a lot of progress. It was a game-time decision on Saturday. He said he didn't know if he could play like right now, but he's very, very close. He's made a whole lot of progress. That's freshman cornerback Warren Burrell. An injury update on the offensive line, Trey Smith, Jameer Johnson, Darnell Wright, Karon Calvert. All were practicing yesterday. Again, banged up a little bit in that Georgia game, or in Jameer Johnson's case, he's been out for the last three games. Uh, Riley Locklear was a participant, or was there at least, but did not participate in practice. Um, he just sat over there and watched. And Brandon Kennedy did not take reps with either the first or the second team yesterday during practice. That's center Brandon Kennedy. Uh, Jeremy Pruitt said that he has a little bit of a sore knee. He just didn't take a lot of reps yesterday, but he should be okay. Tennessee practiced in helmets and shorts yesterday. Uh, a, a main reason why, because there's a noon kickoff on Saturday and because a lot of these guys simply got banged up, but uh, that was a big reason for it. I asked Jeremy Pruitt yesterday during his press conference about Quiveris Crouch and his uh, role now moving forward as he's been seen practicing with the inside linebackers, and he said uh, basically what I said the other day about he's a 4-4 guy. He can play any of the linebacker spots. He's been cross-training, trying to create some depth. At the inside is Corvaris Crouch, but his role will continue to be rushing the passer and just to give him a guy at the inside. So those were the highlights of Jeremy Pruitt's press conference. If you like what you saw from Brian Maurer on Saturday, well, you're going to get a heavy dose of it again this week against Mississippi State. Today's UT Football Practice Reports brought to you by Pools by Heritage. Get your pool started now from design to construction to maintenance. One call does it all. Call Pools by Heritage at 947 7527 or visit online at PoolsByHeritage.com. All right, quick comment if I can. Will, your thoughts on this before we hit the reset? We know how much Mississippi State loves to run the football. I mean, their game plan is going to be right down the middle, gouging Tennessee's rush defense. Kaner, Aubrey Solomon, what's he been looking like this week? He takes 18 snaps in the Georgia loss. Tell me that the transfer from Michigan is looking at least stronger and he can at least go snap to snap for four quarters on Saturday. Well, I mean, he's been practicing, and uh, it looks like he's not Good. been had any limitations, so I can't tell you if he'll play four quarters because he only played 18 snaps against Georgia. They were all good, according to head coach Jeremy Pruitt, but he has been practicing, and it looks like he's been a full go from what, what we've seen, so that's a good sign. Yeah, look, it, and it, that's that's the key to me for Tennessee. One of the big keys here, shut down the run game, force him to throw the football. If you can force Mississippi State to throw the football, Tommy Stevens can probably do it. Schaefer probably can't. So that that's going to be it's going to be huge that everybody in the defensive line and in that front seven can go out there and handle their business. You know, I'm getting a lot of response right now on social media about the comments made back in hour number one about you don't want to mark Rickett, you don't want to guarantee, you know, must win situation, the cliche. But I mean, Will, you ran down Mississippi State's schedule after Tennessee, and look, we know who the Vols play following Mississippi State, and 
right now, yeah, they're 1-4, but Tennessee still has eyes on a bowl game. As crazy as it sounds for some in this area, Tennessee, if they were to get a win against Mississippi State, you know, that's perhaps one less win you have to fight for against a team like a Carolina coming up in two weeks or a, or a Kentucky on the road near the end of the season still having to go to Columbia, Missouri. I don't think that's hyperbole. I don't think it's far-fetched at all. I think that where Mississippi State and Tennessee are right now, the fork of the road, this is a game where if, if one of these teams, and they're going to, one of these teams is going to lose, they're going to look back at this game and go, dang it, this is a game that we had to have. For Tennessee, they probably have already said that a few times, BYU, Georgia State, things like that. Now, if you can win, I mean, just think about the games that are still there if you could continue to improve, right? If you could win this game, if you can beat South Carolina, all of a sudden you're sitting at 3-4 and four after a loss to Bama, and then UAB lose to Missouri, beat Kentucky, beat uh Vanderbilt and and you're kind of in business there so and you, and you and it's a six and six season and all of a sudden everybody looks at the way that you've turned this thing around so no there's there's a lot on the table still for Tennessee in this game and it's when we talked about the beginning of the year I know we're up against it here but at the beginning of the year I just looked at it this way you have better physical talent than Mississippi State you got here the, here the same time they got to Starkville Mississippi you brought back more from last year's team than Mississippi State brought back from last year's team and the game's here you got to go win this game. Lee Sterling, what are the odds? I'm going to be honest with you, boys. I've been a happy camper the entire time I've been up here. If Lee Sterling starts bringing this noise that Mississippi State's going to win when he gives us his odds, we're going to have to change some things up. Lee, the national championship former quarterback, joins us next here on 99.1 FM. You're listening to the Sports Animal. This is a Tennessee Education Lottery Sports Minute. All right, in college football, Miami plans to start Nicosi Perry, quarterback Friday against Virginia in place of injured Jaron Williams. Rutgers quarterback McLean Carter is retiring from football due to health reasons. Around the NFL, 49ers offensive lineman Mike McGlinchey will be out at least a month with a knee injury. Stabler's quarterback Mason Rudolph, who's dealing with a concussion, was a limited participant in practice on Wednesday. And Raiders linebacker Vontez Burfick's season-long suspension is upheld. Scare yourself silly with new Halloween Jumbo Bucks instant games from the Tennessee Lottery for a chance to win up to $75,000. Play today at any Tennessee Lottery retailer near you. 7.15, get a check of the roads. That'll be in 15 seconds with Pete Michaels Traffic. I'm Eric Kane. one FM, the 990 AM. You're home for Tennessee football here on the Sports Animal. We're about to stretch the limitations of radio and technology in 2019. Three guys, three locations. Let's see how, what are the odds plays out heading to week number seven. Tyler Ivins on the roof of Toyota Knoxville. Will West back in the Budweiser Studios at Cumulus Broadcasting. Lee Sterling, the former quarterback down in Miami, Florida. Lee, good morning to you. Hopefully all is well in the Sunshine State, sir. It is, <laughs> with all these injuries, though, in the NFL and college football. I might have to dust the old arm off. <laughs> uh, you, you had a winning week last week, yep. and there's nothing more we love more here on yep. TSL than winning weeks. i got to ask you, though, I'm a guy who yep. still likes to make money no matter where I'm standing or sitting. Let's get started with the top 25 yep. matchup down in Aggieland. A&M hosts Alabama, and no shocker here, the number one team in the land. They are 17-point favorites on the road with this SEC West matchup. And, you know, I thought A&M was going to be farther along at this point uh, in year two. They showed some signs last year that, you know, they can play with anyone, almost upset Clemson at home. But 
looking at every one of their units and the way they're playing, they're just average at everything. A&M's offense, just 30 points combined versus the big boys, Clemson and Auburn. That's 15 points per game versus top 10 defenses. So let's say they have a good game and they score 21 or 24. Alabama's going to score 40-plus points with that offense against this mediocre defense. Alabama's O is almost unstoppable. Uh, A&M's got some nice receivers, but there's no number one home run hitter. All these guys averaging under 14 yards of reception. Alabama rolls. Roll Tide! Alabama 48-21. All right, Lee, the the other SEC game that I think we were all surprised wasn't the 330 CBS game. It gets kind of relegated to ESPN in the evening. LSU against Florida. How do you see that one shaking out? Florida with the longest winning streak in the SEC right now. Yeah, and and with the Gators, we're going to see, we're going to find out, are they the same team that played Tennessee and Auburn at home, or are they going to be on the road uh, you know, some mediocre performances at best against Miami and Kentucky. I-, I think there's a chance that Florida might have a little bit of a letdown. Also, Cal Trask playing with a gimpy knee, sprained knee, Joe Burrow. I mean, this guy looks like he's playing seven on seven with a loaded deck. Things seem to really slow down for him. Also, LSU playing with revenge for that loss last year, 27-19 to 19 in the Swamp. If this game was in Florida and the line was six or seven, I might be tempted to take Florida but I think this is going to be Kyle Trask's big test, and I think he's going to fail it. I think LSU pulls away late here, 31-13. Lee Sterling with Paramount Sports joining us here on TSL. You know what, Lee, quickly, just to give you a little yeah. background, the reason why I'm on the roof at Toyota Knoxville is, well, things got sideways between Will and I when we were talking about ten- schedule. I'm not coming off this car dealership's roof until Tennessee wins a football game. It's a noon kickoff this Saturday. Weather could be an issue between these two teams. You're taking this game as Mississippi State, a six-point favorite, coming to Rocky Top. Lee, you and I go back. I expect you to bring me good news so I can get off this roof by 4 o'clock on Saturday. What say you about Mississippi State, Tennessee? Uh, If Tennessee is smart, they go with the freshman hour. He gives, I think, the offense some, some needed punch here. Mississippi State's defense last year allowed 13 points per game. This year, 29 points per game. Mississippi State's offense, only one wide receiver with more than nine receptions this year. Neither quarterback now. you got a lot of film on him. Scares me. Tennessee wins here as Jeremy Pruitt. Yes. I think he's going to silence the critics for a week and get you down from the roof. Tennessee yeah. outright, 27-26. There you That's go. There you go. Baby. All right. All right. NFL games, Lee. What about Kansas City? Patrick Mahomes was a completely different guy after the ankle injury um, last yeah. week. Kansas City going against Houston the first time that we ever get Patrick Mahomes against Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I mean, this looks to be a shootout here. Both of these quarterbacks ready to go. And you got to think Deshaun Watson has maybe a little chip on his shoulder because Mahomes gets so much attention. Here's the problem. Kansas City's run defense is the way you attack this team, and I just don't think that, that Houston has the running game to do it. So I think Kansas City rebounds here in a shootout. Give me Kansas City 37-30. 37-30, this is a game that they might have Tyree Kill back, so hopefully a lot of those points coming with Hill back in the lineup. Yeah. This is a Titans team right now. 
you have been spot on with Tennessee all year, whether it's been a win, whether it's been a loss. You have a read on Mike Vrabel's team. They're coming off that tough loss, and now they're going to be heading up to Denver. If, if Titans fans thought the Bills' defense was stingy last week, I know they're down Bradley Chubb to the ACL tear. Denver, mile high, two-point favorites. They've got a stout defense for Mike Vrabel's team. Yeah, he's down, but but also they still have pass rusher. Von Miller, defensive yeah. end Derek Wolf, cornerback Chris Harris, the list goes on. And now they have their confidence going on, and, and Tennessee doesn't. Here's the problem. Matt Vrabel probably should have gone for it, that, that fourth down, when they had, were in the side of their territory in the fourth quarter. Their kicker had already missed three field goals. They're not getting the chunk plays here. Marcus Mariota, when he was at Oregon, they were able to. They had the right offense for him. They should have done something. They should have done a trick play, something to get it going last week. Could not get it done here. I think Denver finally, uh, their, their defense is exerting themselves, and that's the problem here. Also, they have really good special teams. I'm going to go with Denver here. Sorry, guys. I think they win this game here, 28-20. All right, Lee, if you stop by the website, ParamountSports.com, there's another SEC game that's got a lot of people intrigued. Arkansas, Kentucky, if you're looking for winners, that's what Lee Sterling produces, ParamountSports.com. Yeah, biggest game that we're going to be looking at in the SEC as far as for our services, the Kentucky-Arkansas game. You want to get it for free, just call 800-400-9741. And uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. You're going to get four or five videos at least every single week where we break down and predict games. And, and there's some big ones this week. Uh, Penn State and Iowa, got Oklahoma and Texas, Wisconsin, Michigan State, all those videos up and available. Go to YouTube, type in the, the words Paramount Sports, subscribe, and also just for subscribing, we're going to pick 10 lucky winners. Uh, we're going to give them a prize, uh, whatever my holiday gift is. They're going to get that sent out to them on Friday. So you want to hop on board, ParamountSports.com. October continues another winning week. Last week in college football, we had the huge upset, Virginia Tech outright over Miami, and then on Sunday, Minnesota over the Giants big. So October continues, just $297 for three weeks of action. It's all available, ParamountSports.com. Lee Sterling has Tennessee beating Mississippi State during October. That is music to my ears, Lee. We will talk to you next week when Will and I are both comfortably sitting in the Budweiser studios. Thank you so much, sir. Dad, thanks a lot, Lee. Really appreciate the time, man. Fantastic stuff from Lee there. I tell you what, Ivans, we got uh, five burning questions coming up on the other side, but I will tell you another big-time national personality that it's with Lee on this one says Tennessee's going to pull off the upset. 99.1 99.1 FM, Tyler and Will, you're listening to your home for Tennessee football here on The Sports Animal. Well, it's the hair past 7.30 on your Thursday morning. It's a starting lineup, Tyler Rivets, Will West, 656 1-866-656-9900 as we take it right into five burning questions. Head-to-head, toe-to-toe, mono-a-mono. It's time for Five Burning Questions. Brought to you by Life Safety Inspections. Saving lives one extinguisher at a time. It's not just a motto, it's how we do business. All right, gentlemen, Rays or Astros? Who are you taking tonight? Look, the smart money says, how can you say no to Garrett Cole? 
Smart Money also said, Game 4, how can you say no to Justin Verlander? Look, I know how this works in Vegas. People start panicking because they see the outcomes of last night's games between Atlanta, St. Louis, Washington, L.A., and they think, can the Rays do it? Can can the Rays go Verlander, Cole, back-to-back nights and then advance to face the Yankees? No. Garrett Cole, the reason why he is pushing for the Cy Young, the reason why he'll get that massive contract, are starts like tonight. Take Houston, have no confidence in the Rays actually fighting Garrett Cole. It, 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 there just still are so many outs in that Rays lineup. that You're asking a lot of guys that you can't really expect to get hot to be hot again. So for me, this is going to be Garrett Cole. This is going to be the Astros, and it's more about the bats than who's on the hill for the Strohs in this one for me. All right, so do the Patriots cover the 17-point line tonight? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they absolutely do. This is the best <laughs> defense and the best pass defense. A lot of people are saying this may in Boston, this may be the best pass defense Belichick has ever had going up against a rookie quarterback without his two best receivers and his running back. Yeah, there there is no way the New York Giants cover this line whatsoever against New England. It's 17 right now. You better get it at 17. If you want to try to maybe win some, See if you can buy yourself a point. Get it up to 18. Maybe get you a hook in there, 17 and a half. I believe this is a 17-point victory for New England tonight. I can see 34-17, but get it now because you don't want that to come back and haunt you. Remember, no Steven Goskowski tonight. you got to ask yourself, where will the points come from the special teams? Today is Brett Favre's 50th birthday. Is Favre a top quarterback of all time? When you say top quarterback, Will, maybe help me with this so one So if you said well. top five, if we were to say top five quarterback of all time, is Favre a top five? No, he's not a top five. I think Brett Favre's a top ten quarterback, uh, but he's not a top five quarterback. I could go down the list. Manning's up there. Brady's up there. Uh, I think you got Montana up there as well. Bradshaw's up there as well. I know people will argue with my list. I'm just spitballing on a roof. He's not top five, but I believe he's a top yeah. ten. I put Farber around eight or nine. One's Brady, two's Montana, three's Manning, four's Elway, five's Marino. Six is probably Favre, but right now I can't fit him in that top five. I think it's, it's pretty set in stone who the top five are. What's the single most important factor for Tennessee to pull off the upset against Mississippi State? Slow down the run game, slow down the run game, slow down the, one, the run game. You've got to force them to throw the football. I don't care who the quarterback is from Mississippi State. If they can run the football with Kylan Hill against you, you're going to lose this football game. If you can slow down this run game and force them to have to beat you through the air, especially in the rain, I feel really good about Tennessee's chances. Go figure. My favorite stat is going to be the difference in me staying on a roof or me coming off the roof. Yak. Yards after contact. Kylan Hill the most in the SEC this year for Mississippi State. 344 yards after contact. Tennessee, arm tackling not allowed. Hit him, put him on the ground, make sure he stays down. What should the NBA do about the situation in China? Look, I don't think that we've reached a Donald Sterling situation yet. I mean, there are some people out there who believe that the NBA should come in, force their will, and actually consider having the Rockets change ownership and change front office and completely clean house. Look, it was a knucklehead tweet, whatever side that you're on. I don't think we should go too over the top, but I yeah. think the NBA's got to understand they've got an important Asian market over there, you, Will. Now, here's the thing. You, you make a half billion dollars a year in Chinese television money. At the same time, what you got from Adam Silver is what you need to have. We don't agree with this, but we have free speech, and we agree with free speech. You do this. You work through Yao Ming to try to negotiate to make sure China's going to be fine. At the same time, you don't back down to this. All you're saying is basic human rights, and then a place that governs itself should continue to get to govern itself. If China doesn't like that, now here's the thing for the players. 
there's a 10 to 15% salary cap hit that gets taken if they don't have this Chinese television deal. That is a lot of money. Right now, the NBA is handling this exactly how they should handle this. They should also bring these teams home instead of playing in front of an empty arena. Well, Will, I like that solution for China. You get the win. That's I a, can't buy a W. It's man. a lot of money. Well, yeah, but you're, you know what I mean? You're not, one, it's not a home game for you, right? This is this is neutral yeah. side at best for you. Yeah. <laughs> Two, it's uh, it, it's been a, you know, I've, I've been I've been drinking the bang energy that uh, that, that our buddies over at Eagle gave us. So, so you, yeah, you were going to get the win for the yak argument because I, I, I do like that. But I like Will. I guess I'm, I guess I'm a millennial. New is always better. Recency here. That was the last ones I went with Will. I mean, <laughs> I, you know how it is. All right, I can't believe I'm actually getting ready to say this phrase, but uh, you keep that up, Will West. You're not going to get any more of my rainbow unicorn up here. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, you want the good news or the bad news first, Tyler? I'm more of a bad news. Rip the Band-Aid off. We'll clean the blood up later. All right, so um, Pro Football Focus has their current grades of every single quarterback in FBS football right now. Where do they rank? Now, here's this. Oh, boy. Upcoming Tennessee opponent. Kentucky and Sawyer Smith is number 130, the worst okay. quarterback in all of football. Okay. So FBS football, that's not bad. But if you scroll down to 115, you get the Tennessee's Brian Maurer. Okay. And it says Maurer well, wild with his first long touchdown of the night against Georgia in week six, but it was all pretty much downhill from there. His game against Florida, in which he actually attempted 11 passes, seems to be more indicative of what we can expect from him. But with some of those wow moments that we saw against Georgia, and he can climb these rankings and even surpass where the volunteers would be if they kept Jared Garantano in the lineup. His overall grade is a 47.8. Now, he had a 21 against Florida, his pro football focus grade. Sure. So that means that he was in the mid-60s, probably high 60s against Georgia, which is about where Garantano was on the year, was in the mid to high 60s. But that's your bad news, your good news. Stuart Mandel his weekly picks at the Athletics is his upset special this week. Tennessee over Mississippi State, 20-16. to 16. My dude, Stu Mandel. Been a minute since we've chatted, but that guy, I, I have a feeling he made that pick just for me. I love me some Stu Mandel. All right, he says this. I know the one and four balls are awful, but I like what I saw from freshman quarterback Brian Maurer against Georgia, and I haven't been impressed by much of anything I've seen so far, so far from the three and two Bulldogs, which have played just one true road game, a 56-23 loss at Auburn. Seems like a good week for Tennessee to stop the bleeding. Tyler Ivins possibly in business. That's actually what it says. Quote, Tyler Ivins is possibly in it business. It literally said, quote. that's really the only thing you wrote. I made up the rest of that. I, I'm sure you did. And you did a very good job of making that believable. Stuart Mandel, man, fantastic writer, formerly of Sports Illustrated. Now, I don't know what S. I'm not trying to go down a, a branch here. SI getting nuts by letting all these people go. Yeah. I, I, uh, ugh, that's all. Right. That, that, just quickly, like I don't know what Sports Illustrated's doing, but you're starting to see print media. It's been the same situation. I, I never thought SI would actually go the route that they're going right now. Uh, all right, other side. When you look at Tennessee, Ty Chandler needs to get the football more. Not only that, but the question is, what can you do when it comes time for depth at the linebacker position? Will Ignat, Shannon Reed, Jeremy Banks. I mean, this is a story that has now moved on since the off week. But will Mississippi State wear down Tennessee's weak linebacking core? Not a lot of depth. And could that be the difference in Tennessee running out of, really, the the conditioning coming into play? We'll talk about that on the other side. Also, the game to kick off hour number three of the program. Tyler Will, you're inside the starting lineup. 99.1 FM, you're listening to the Esports Animal. 
This is a Tennessee Education Lottery Sports Minute. All right, Tennessee football coach Jeremy Pruitt confirmed yesterday that true freshman Bron Mauer, he's going to make his second career start under center at quarterback on Saturday against Mississippi State. The coach also informed the media that senior wide receiver Brandon Johnson would redshirt this season. The National League Championship Championship Series is set. The St. Louis Cardinals pounded the Atlanta Braves by scoring 10 runs in the first. The crew's on to a 13-1 victory. Veteran catcher Brian McCann announced his retirement following the loss after 15 seasons. The Cardinals' opponent in the next round is going to be the Nationals as the Washington's Howie Kendrick belted a go-ahead grand slam in the 10th to beat the Los Angeles Dodgers 7-3. Both contests were decisive Game 5s of the NLDS. Add quick cash to your next Cincy cash play for a chance to win up to $500 instantly, plus a chance to win the jackpot drawing later. Have some fun now and later with Tennessee cash from your Tennessee Lottery. 742, get a check out the roads with Pete Michaels Traffic. I'm Eric Kane. minutes ahead of the hour of 8 o'clock. 656-9900, 1-866-656-9900. You know, all this talk, if you look at the calendar, the move ahead, Will, sometimes I lose track of my dates and my times while I'm up here, but today is Thursday, and if it is Thursday, that means that October the 10th would be the same day that Thomas Rhett is coming to Thompson Bowling Arena bringing his very hot summer tour, and boy, oh boy, if you want to go to the show tonight, last chance for you to get two tickets. It's happening with us here on your home for Tennessee football. Will, we're doing that in the next 11 minutes and their chance to play the game. That's right. You'll have the chance to play the game coming up at 8.05. So remember, end of this segment, that's when you want to start calling in. Right now, though, we have our buddy Roger from the Bed Store that stops by here at the Budweiser Studios. Now, you already stopped by and saw Tyler Ivins earlier this morning, right, Roger? I did, and i tell you what, he he looked like he was ready for some action. He, look, he could use a good night's sleep. I think he he, he's he been on an air mattress that had a hole in it the last two nights so it, it was you, you helped upgrade him what did you get him into with the from the bed store we contacted one of our vendors nectar mattress online mattress company and uh, they were excited about it they support the vols and they wanted to, they liked his uh bravery and what you had talked him into here and so uh, <laughs> they, they wanted to support him all right so um tyler Ivins, you were able to get the take delivery this morning on the new mattress in the bed store right I was, and uh, I will tell you, I had a chance to sit on it for 10 seconds, and you're lucky that I'm even standing up right now waving <laughs> to the people driving both 40 east and west. And, and, and I'll tell you, look, I was okay with the air mattress, and there were some bumps, and I was like, oh, man, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through this if, if Tennessee doesn't hold up their end of the bargain. But I will tell you, between now and Saturday, and I'm going to sleep like a baby, a baby, and I will tell you, I am just completely 100% generous and want to say thank you because I'm going to be able to take that bad boy home, and whoever comes to visit from out of town, the friends and the family, they're going to be able to sleep comfortable as well. Thanks to our friends at the bed store. Thank you, Tyler. All right, so Roger. Yeah, Roger, what, what, what can people know about, the, what, but know about the bed store? So for people that want to support you, for supporting Tyler and everybody up there, everything going on with uh, Tennessee football, what can they do if they want to stop by and see you guys? Where do they need to see you? What times? We'd love to see you. You've got nine locations here in the Knoxville area. But the best thing to do is go on tuckfit.com, and it'll measure you up for the right mattress before you come in. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah. you can get measured up for a mattress right. before you do it. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. Roger, I really appreciate it, man. Thank you for your time today. Thank you, Will.
At 656 Quick note, I look for Roger Lee's going to ask this. Roger, do you have a score prediction for us for Tennessee against Mississippi State on Saturday? I like what I heard this morning. I think the uh, I think it's 28-27. I thought, I thought that sounded good. There you go. Yeah. There you go. 28-27 is what Roger says. That's his score prediction. Now, he's picking Mississippi State, Tyler, so you might be up there a little while. I'm just kidding. Roger's not picking I, I, Mississippi State. He's picking Tennessee. I got one point better. It doesn't matter whatever they win, however they win. A point's a point, boys, and I'll take a W, and I want to be home in my own bed by 5 o'clock. That coming up on Saturday. Roger, I, thank you again, man. Again, I just completely humbled by, by you bringing a mattress up here to me so I could sleep a little bit better. I, I do want to ask this, though, looking around the SEC, because Lee brought up games like Arkansas, Kentucky, and he made mention to two other games as well. It is this the opportunity for the SEC really to kind of steal a little bit of light from some of those big games? Like, I know everybody's talking about Texas, Oklahoma, and I guess quietly there's a little USC Notre Dame buzz, but is there enough this weekend in the SEC, A&M, Bama, LSU, Florida, where they can steal attention away from an Iowa Penn State, steal attention away from a Michigan State, Wisconsin? I mean, to me, to me, it looks like the SEC have got the prime matchups for Week 7 in college football. No, they absolutely do. And like, I, I'm still not okay with uh, CBS deciding to go with the Alabama A&M game there as the 3.30 game, and you've got undefeated Florida against undefeated LSU. But I don't know. It is what it is. I mean, that's kind of it's kind of slap in the face of, to, to football fans out there. But uh, I guess they want to get Bama on television, and Texas is a very big market. That's a huge footprint. You could probably sell a lot of ads about putting the A&M sure. on there even though they're you know sitting there as a two-loss team right now. But it's, you know, number one matchup is Florida-LSU. Number two matchup is probably um, Texas-Oklahoma. Number three matchup is probably Alabama-A&M. So it's kind of just right now. It's And here's the weird situation. Because of the way the contracts work, and I saw I heard Jimmy talking about this earlier this week. I remember it's John. That the way that it works is the SEC gets the first pick for the 330 game at CBS. And then the number okay. two SEC game ends up getting kicked out to the um, – to the to the nighttime window on ESPN, and then you have Fox that gets the noon window. So, um, and they get to choose the best Big Ten or Big Twelve game. So the the primetime game on ABC is usually the third, fourth, maybe fifth best game on the day because of the games that they get to choose from, and everybody else having first first look at it. Four teams left undefeated in the SEC, and two of them are going toe to toe this weekend in Death Valley under the lights. Florida versus LSU. We'll get into that more. The game, your chance to score inside the fantasy fire off. The picks, the players you need to set your lineups for. Jam-packed final 60 minutes. It's happening next here on TSL Sports Radio WNML.